Hello and welcome back to the Pilgrim's Well. We're going to go for another uh, episode of Christian on the Mount. Uh, today we're going to look at Matthew 5, uh, verse 9. Shall I read it? Yeah, that'd be great. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called <coughs> sons of God. Hmm. Well, before we dive into this, um, can you give us a little bit of a recap, just to refresh our memories, yeah. uh, what we've been talking about and how this, this fits in? Yeah, so you have Christ. He's the, the king of the kingdom of heaven. He's come, and he's talking about what is kingdom life? What is the kingdom of God? And he opens up his sermon with these beatitudes, and these first four he, he talks are, are really internal marks. And then pivoting in verse you know, 6, 7, he turns to talk about external. How does the, what does it look like, the Christian's relationship in the world? And so now we're here in verse 9 where he's talking about being peacemakers. So... This world is all about peace, right? And everybody (laughs) proclaims himself to be a peacemaker. Uh, There's another passage where Jesus says, uh, I came to cause division, right? right? A a son will be against uh, his his parents and and all those relationships. Um, What does Jesus mean by by blessed are the peacemakers? What what kind of peace is he talking about? Yeah, yeah. So like you said, this isn't a worldly peace. Like I, I can't remember who it was, but someone said that, uh, there's no such thing as peace. It's just the other side is busy reloading their guns, basically. Wow. Like when there's that's, nothing going on. That's sad. <laughs> and yeah. it's sad. And I think that's a pretty accurate statement of what the world gives is mm. peace. But Christ says, I don't give peace as the world gives peace. Mm. My peace I live leave with you. And I think what he's talking about here, though, the peacemakers are those who go out and preach the gospel. Mm. That's why I think the direct application here is of verse 9. So it's people going out with the gospel into a lost world to proclaim the gospel of reconciliation of sinners to God mm. and then sinners between sinners. That's fascinating, especially um, if you think about uh, God and uh, the sons of God, as yeah. the, the, because he says those um, will be called or they shall be called the sons of God. Right. Um, the establishment of peace of those entering into uh, the kingdom of God, yes, right. That enter into that world of peace yeah. where they they're expanding the borders through the gospel, yeah. and more people are added yeah. uh, to to this this world of peace. Um, I mean, there's so many places we can go uh, <laughs> from here. Um, how would you? Why? Let me actually let me take one step back. Mm-hmm. Why would you say that's the interpretation yeah. of this passage? Because you could yeah. also say mm-hmm. um, that. Let me give an example. Well, Christ is a loving Christ. He's, a, he's the one that, that um, is not causing divisions unnecessarily. Yeah. So to be a son of God, to be in his image, is, is to be a peaceful person uh-huh. that doesn't cause division. And then we could go off against all the denominations and all that sure. kind of thing. So why, why would you take yeah. that in your interpretation? That's a good question. Um, yeah, going back to what you said earlier, Christ, he... he um, he didn't create division for the sake of being a, a belligerent person. Mm. He, his, his division was created because he is truth and he is light and man is darkness, mm. and they hate the message of light. And he'd also call men to repentance, which no man wants to hear. Mm. Um, but to, to get to um, uh, why I think it's the gospel is what I believe is the trajectory of the Beatitudes. Mm. So you've got in verse 6, blessed are those who are hunger and thirst for righteousness. So... You, you have this inward desire for righteousness to be done, to, be, to, to, to see righteousness happen in the world. 
And it moves, and he moves past that in verse seven. Blessed are the merciful. Well, you can only be merciful to somebody else. Mm. So this this idea of being merciful to sinners is the way we've been mercied by God. Mm. And then we go to pure in heart. This is someone who, when they engage with the world, they keep themselves from the defilement of the flesh and things like that. So they're in the world, but they're not of the world. And then the crowning point of it in verse 9 is they go out and they preach the gospel. They make peace, just like the Son of God who came to make peace. And then, as we'll discuss later, verse 10 through 12, you get the reaction of the world, persecution. And Christ was persecuted for being a preacher of righteousness, preaching the gospel, and same with us. That's fascinating, especially I was, I was almost asking you, interrupting you, and then I, I thought it was so great because the, the word trajectory is really, it's, it's moving in a direction. Yeah. And I think sometimes yeah. the word beatitudes kind of gives takes away the idea of trajectory. It's just, okay, these are some good attitudes you need to have in the kingdom of God. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But the trajectory, indeed, I mean, this is the peacemakers, and this is, I think, where, I mean, we shouldn't dive into 10, 11, 12 yet, but the... this is the shock of the Beatitudes. Yeah. Blessed are the peacemakers. They are persecuted. Mm-hmm. Well, what? Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, you should, you should go after the guys that seek to make war. Yeah. Um, but huh. the peacemakers are the ones that yeah. get the persecution. Yeah. Um, and I think that, yeah. I think you're right. And, and especially with that, they're the sons of God. Uh, they belong to God's family. Right. Uh, do you think that Jesus has in mind also, for example, in Paul and Ephesians, when he says, well, you have the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light, mm-hmm. and the peacemakers are the sons of God. Yes. They're called the sons of God because they spread the kingdom of God. They, yes. they spread their fatherly rule yeah. into the world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so how, how do we <clears throat> become peacemakers or how do we increase in becoming peacemakers? Yeah, foundationally, it goes back to... As we said, there's like a movement in the Beatitudes. So the, the first one is the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. So that's somebody who's been emptied of, uh, emptied of themselves and realized they need Christ and they'd be filled with Christ. And that's, that's the foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then these marks f- come um, with being indwelled with the Holy Spirit. You'll mourn for sin, you'll be a meek person, and uh, you'll hunger and thirst and so on. So that, that's how we get to a true, genuine desire to go and spread the gospel. Um, yeah, it comes from being filled with the Spirit. Yeah, I, th- I think the uh, the connection with verse 6 is fascinating as well. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder, yeah. when it becomes to peacemaking, obviously it's a hunger and thirsting for righteousness in my own heart, yeah. but how can it be genuine if it's yeah. only my own heart? Yeah. Yeah, right. The right. true uh, hungering and thirsting for righteousness yeah. is myself and the world around me that they yeah. know this wonderful way of righteousness. Exactly. Uh, this wonderful way of God. Yeah. Uh, and and then you see, well, they're in, in a disturbance with God. They're at, yeah. at war with God. And yeah. I, I want them to enjoy the peaceful truth of righteousness. That's right. Um, yeah, uh, that's exactly what Christ... I love what you said. That's exactly what Christ did. In Ephesians, it says, Christ came and... Um, preached peace to those who were far off and peace to those who were near. Mm. How did he do it? By the blood of his cross. Yeah. So, so what, is he, what does it mean to preach peace? Right? Yeah. I mean, we're, yeah. we're Bible thumbers. <laughs> uh, but but if, you, if you would explain, let's, you know, let's, yeah. uh, I mean, preach peace. What war what is, is there? Can, you, can yeah. you summarize what that looks like? I like your example of a war. 
There's a war going on between man and God and God and man. Mm. The wrath of God is revealed from heaven, right? Like what you're preaching in Romans. And so we see God is at enmity with man. Mm. And man at the same time, though, is shaking his fist at God. Mm. Unjustly so. God justly so, because we've sinned against him. Mm. And so there's this separation between the creature and the creator. Mm. And we need peace. Else we're going to fall under God's wrath, Mm. ultimately, in hell. And Christ comes, and he stands in that gap, Mm. the mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, and he preaches the gospel, which is, if you turn from your sins, if you confess your sins and you turn from them and believe in me, you will Mm. be saved. You'll have peace with God. Mm. Um, So that's that's the message of peace Mm. that, that Christ gives. And what's amazing about that is he gets in between the enmity, and he becomes sin for us, Mm. and he takes the wrath of God that we deserve so that we would have no condemnation, and Mm. we have peace with God through faith in Christ. So he, with Christ in the middle, he solves both our refusal of God Mm -hmm. and God's anger towards us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's amazing. It reminds me, when you were talking about this, it reminds me of Paul's words that we plead, be reconciled with God. Yes. Right? It's it's, It's... come back to peace where reconciliation is really at the center uh, to have peace with God to come back into that shalom relationship yes with God that's right because in the beginning that's what that's what we were in with Adam and Eve in in the garden there was perfect shalom there with God and that's been lost yeah Yeah. well excellent yeah well thank you so much Um, and I think especially if you're listening to this this morning and you know the peace of God uh, remember that it's not only about receiving the peace of God but also uh, then becoming peacemakers, right? Mm. That's, a, that's a verb that, uh, that pushes you outside of your home mm. um, and into your family, into your friends, into your colleagues yeah. uh, to become peacemakers, for you to be a person that pleads with others to be reconciled yeah. to God. Yeah. Well, Brand, thank you so much. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you.